Welcome to episode three of the Women Empowered podcast. Um, Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about balancing your work life with family life because I know we're all doing it, or most of us are. You've got kids at home, you've got a partner at home, you've got a home at home. (laughs) There's always other stuff around our business that needs doing. And for a lot of us, um, our families are the reason that we run our businesses the way that we do. It's the reason that we are self-employed rather than um, having a traditional career. And it can be tricky. It can be really, really difficult. I'm not going to lie. Um, there is no kind of this is how you do it. Um, but in this podcast, I'm going to share with you some of the things that I have learned over the last five years um, and actioned that have kind of saved me, helped me, kept me sane, um, helped stave away a little bit of the mum guilt, um, and hopefully you'll find them useful too. So I think the first thing that I want to touch on in this podcast is the fact that it is completely normal. It is normal to feel overwhelmed. It is normal to feel that mum guilt. It is normal to feel every now and again, like throwing in the towel, like what you're doing is not worth it. Because it is really, really difficult to grow your business um, around your family, especially when you've got like young children at home. It's a different ball game when they go off to school. But when they're little and they're at home and they need your attention and you're fighting in your head with that um, feeling that you you need to be yourself, you need to run your business because it's what drives you, it's your passion, it's something that you love doing and it's something that you do for you. Your kids are only little once and you have this constant battle in your head. Um, so the first thing that I want to do is reassure you that that is normal. We all experience that. And so if that's where you are right now, particularly with um, Christmas coming up, which obviously brings school holidays with it as well, lots of pressure um, to kind of provide that magical experience for your children. Um, It can be a really, really difficult and overwhelming time of year, which is why I wanted to do this podcast and talk about this subject uh, with you. So the first thing that I want to cover off is lowering your standards. It's okay for your house to be less than perfect. It's okay that the wash pile is taller than your eldest child. It's okay for the washing up to wait or, um, you know, the dishwasher to to be unemptied. It's okay to still be in your pyjamas at 10am. We put so much pressure on ourselves to perform both as a business owner and as a parent but we miss the obvious. We put, we're putting that pressure on ourselves. Nobody else is. Nobody else is looking in from the outside. Nobody else really knows what goes on behind closed doors. And so 99% of the time, we're putting that pressure on ourselves because we feel like we're supposed to parent, like we don't have a career or a business. And we're supposed to have a career or a business as if we're not a parent. But the reality is, you are. You are a parent. And you do have a business. And so there has to be some kind of compromise in there. And I think when you try to balance too much, something will inevitably give. Like there is only a certain amount of you that can go round. If you put 100% of your focus into something, then you're going to get 100% of the result. If you, when you start to dilute that focus and put 50% somewhere and 50% elsewhere, 
then you only get 50% of the result there and 50% of the result there. If you dilute that down too much, you're you're just going to you're going to damage your mental health. You're going to become physically exhausted. The quality of your work is going to um is going to peter off. Um as is your relationship with your partner and children. So it's about finding that balance and understanding that it's okay for things to be less than perfect and that there will come a point where you have to lower your standards because without doing that and without that compromise something is going to crash and burn um and you don't want that to be the relationship with your children or your partner and you don't want that to be your business um so those have to be your priorities um and the the other stuff that goes on around it that's the stuff that can wait. The other thing that really, really helped me is setting a routine. So we know children thrive on routine. It must be really hard, especially when they're small and they don't know what, they don't even have any concept of what time of day it is. Um, having an idea of what's coming next, we know makes their lives much calmer. You know, if you take your child to the park and you suddenly say, right, that's it, we're leaving, you're probably going to get a tantrum. If you say, we're leaving in 10 minutes, we're leaving in five minutes, we're leaving in two minutes, then you're much less likely to get that objection because they know what's coming and what to expect. And the same can go for balancing your business and your work life around them. So I find this particularly useful um, since my daughter has been a bit older, this one doesn't work so well with small children because they still don't understand and they don't appreciate. Um, but I've used this one with my daughter since she was old enough to understand. So I guess three and upwards, bearing in mind she's now six. So letting her know the plan and being open with her about when I need to work and when I don't um, has really, really worked. And I think the fact that you're working around them sets a brilliant example to your children. It teaches them that life can't be fun 24-7 and that if they want to do fun things, then the time has to be taken to earn the money to do that. You can't spend your entire existence just in the park or at the local play cafe um, because you have to make the money to pay for those things and to pay for the nice things that they have in their life. And so there needs to be some kind of swap in there so, for example, during the school holidays, I like to devote my mornings to my business because that works well for her because she's quite slow in the mornings. She likes to get up in her own time. She likes to play with her toys. She's generally quite chilled. And it's not until the afternoon that she starts to get a little bit like, can we go out now? Um, so I like to devote my mornings to my business and afternoons to the fun stuff. So we make a deal. Uh, and put the emphasis on, I have to do this now so that we can do X, Y and Z later. Um, and really highlight to her that it's the swap. And this has to happen so that we can do something fun. Um, children, while they're little especially, don't realise that, you know, a trip to the park isn't going to cost anything. Um, but making sure that they make that connection means that they're always going to have good connotations around you working. Um, and as they grow up, good connotations around them working as well, because they'll consider work as providing that stuff rather than something bore boring that mummy needs to go and do. So setting that routine um, and setting the expectations, I think is really, really important. The next thing that I found really, really makes a difference is being organised with your time. The more 
you can uh, utilize the time that you do have available, the better. So getting organized, getting your DMO in place, so your daily method of operation, um, is really, really crucial, in my opinion, to having that good balance. Um, so a daily method of operation is basically a fancy name for a to-do list that you repeat over and over again in your business. Um, and it means that the kind of the more mundane tasks that need to happen in order to push your business forwards towards where you want it to go don't require brain power from you or not very much brain power. Um, it means that you've got this checklist that you can work through, you can be distracted from, you can come back to and you always know where you are with things rather than thinking I need to post to this social media platform X times today, this one so many times, this one, I need to send out emails, I need to do this, I need to do that. And so having that, all of that stored in your head or having to sit down in the morning and write down that list from your head every day, it's already there from for you. So if you've got younger children in particular who are very distracting and you're kind of constantly back and forth, between entertaining them, playing with them, feeding them, um, and you're just working your business in the moments in between, this is a really great way to do it. If you need a training on setting up and creating a DMO, there is one in the Tech Empowerment Community membership for you. Um, so head over to the website and have a little look and get yourself enrolled over there because uh, enrolment will close at the end of the month. Um, but I highly recommend having a DMO in place. My business falls apart without a DMO in place. It keeps me consistent and it keeps me growing and it allows me to focus my brain power and my attention and my energy on those bigger projects and tasks and clients. And it, But it ensures that the background work is all completed as well. One of the things that I feel like having a DMO goes hand in hand with is time blocking. So getting calendar savvy, um, it can be either pen, or pen and paper in your planner, on the physical calendar, on a whiteboard or on your phone like iCalendar, Google Calendar. Block off the time with your kids so you're clear when you're working and when you're not. Put all your appointments in there. We tend to work to the time available. So for example, if you give yourself a day to complete a task, you'll likely take the day. If you give yourself 20 minutes, you'll likely do it in 20 minutes. You know, when you wake up late for the school run and you've got like 15 minutes to get yourself dressed, get the kids dressed, get some breakfast on them, you know, do all the things. But somehow you still manage to get there on time. And yet the mornings when you get up on time and you might have an hour and a half to do that, sometimes you don't get there on time and it's just because we use the available time that we've had um so blocking off and committing your time to things either with or for your family or appointments whatever it might be you'll find that your work time is way way more productive so rather than sitting down working and thinking in a minute in a minute I'll just do this or I'll just do that before I go I'll just do that and before you realize an hour and a half has passed and the mum guilt starts to kick in because the kids are you know are being well behaved but you're starting to feel bad because you know they're on their second movie of the day um you could have completed all that stuff by giving yourself that time to call it and being like, I'm going to work until one o'clock, for example, 
and then we're going to do this. You could well have completed the same amount of tasks, but in a much smaller time just by being more focused on that deadline. I feel like this is something that we touched on earlier, but making sure your kids know that they come first, I think is really, really important. Your children should have a positive relationship with your work. They should never feel like they come second, uh, which is why I think emphasising work in the morning pays for the fun in the afternoon, even, you know, when it doesn't, um, then they'll learn it facilitates the fun stuff. Having said that, it's important to give yourself the freedom and to give yourself permission to put things down when you know your children need you. There's no deadline in your business that is more important than the needs of your children. There will be days, absolutely, when you fail in your business and that's okay. Pushing yourself when it just doesn't suit your family will cause you stress and you don't need to inflict that upon yourself. If your partner or family member is available to help, let them know that this is what you need to do um, and that you're going to sneak away. Otherwise, there will be the odd day when you just need to roll with it um, and maybe come back to things tomorrow or make some alternative plans. And I think knowing that, understanding that and being able to see when it's time to call it, I think is really, really important. And my last tip, and particularly for young children, um, find your safe time. So when I began working from home, my daughter was 18 months old. Um, she was thankfully still napping once a day, but not for very long. Um, so I'd do all the kind of quick stuff during her nap time. So I'd put her down, you know, do the usual, like tidy up the toys, tidy around the house, do a bit of washing up and that kind of stuff would happen first and then depending on what time I had left I'd do some kind of quick jobs um, in my business but I always reserved the rest for 7-8pm onwards when I knew she was going to be in bed. Um, if you have young children at home they of course need to be your focus. If you have a baby at home or a you know a a young toddler they of course have to be your focus you know you can't take time away from them you can't have a conversation with them and explain like mummy needs to go and do this um so making sure that you have adequate time for them has to come first and so your business needs to fit around it if you didn't have the flexibility to work from your home but needed to make the same amount of money you would need to find a uh, a job outside of the home where the hours fitted your family. So time when your partner was at home to look after the kids or you could get a babysitter, something like that. So there has to be compromises in there um, because if you want more, like if you want to bring in more money into your household, then it's inevitable that you're going to have to give up some of your free time in order to do that, whichever way you choose to do it. Um, and so it really, for most of us, comes down to evenings. And like I said, I used to work 7, 8 p.m. onwards until about 11 o'clock. Um, and I did that probably most evenings, I would say. And giving up some of your evening with your partner can be tough because they're just as important as your children, right? Your relationship with your with your partner is equally as important as the relationship with your children but the difference is your partner is an adult and you can have a conversation about it whereas your child is a young child and doesn't really understand the importance 
Um, the best thing that I found was to have set evenings when I would work and evenings when I wouldn't. And the evenings I wouldn't work, um, it was completely not work. So rather than uh, sitting together on the sofa in the evenings, for example, me with my head in my phone uh, or laptop, getting on with stuff and feeling this burning resentment from the person next to me, it was much easier for me to just communicate, you know, what needed to be done, how long it was going to take me, why it was important that it was done, um, and to set that expectation so that they knew when I was likely to be working, and that the evenings when I wasn't working, it was like no mobile phones, um, no, you know, no distractions, no technology, completely present, um, and making sure that it was quality time because I think for a lot of us anyway we tend to even if we're not working in the evenings we tend to not always invest that quality time into our partners anyway you know we either one or both of you has probably got your head in your phone on social media chatting to a friend you know or or you'll just sit and stare at the television without having a conversation so in many cases, having those boundaries and having those conversations and being like, right, tonight I'm going to I'm going to work, uh, but I'm doing it at home. So I am here. <laughs> um, and then whatever it might be, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm not going to work. Uh, it means that they know what to expect. They can go to the pub, find a hobby, read a book, spend the evening with friends and you can get on without feeling that guilt or that pressure um, and then when you do spend evenings together, it's much more um, quality time. So you're sacrificing a little bit of the quantity, but the quality is there. And I think for me, it's especially initially, this was the most, most important thing. I mean, as my daughter's grown up, like she's at school now, um, it's different because I work daytimes now and it's not very often that I work in the evenings unless something has um, popped up or something has changed in my day or I've had a commitment in the daytime that's pushed work to the evening. But it's not very often anymore. Um, and that was a big transformation, actually, moving my business from 7 till 11 in the evening to daytime. And it's nice to have my evenings back. Um, but I do think when your children are little in particular, that's a sacrifice that you need to make. If you need any more kind of support or guidance, um, anything to help you out with your time management, anything to help you out with creating your DMO, um, tackling overwhelm in your business, everything like that, you can find it in the tech empowerment community. So the tech empowerment community is a monthly membership site. Um, that is jam-packed with content, tutorials. We've just done a live project on 2020 goal mapping and we went really, really in detail, very, very strategic look at 2020, which went down amazingly well. That course is still in there. Membership will close for enrolment at the end of the year, 31st of December. Um, so if you've been thinking about it, Make sure you join us before everything closes, because after that date, you'll need to go on the waiting list. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, just drop me a message and get in touch. I'd really love to hear from you.